Hello, and welcome to the Relove Podcast. I'm Dr. Ezzy Spencer, best-selling author and coach, and I believe that love is the language of the universe. I believe we're here to dissolve blocks to love. And this podcast is for those of us who wish to open our hearts to love even more. Hello, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. It is really great to have you here. I am excited to be back with a series of solo episodes, which are going to be very practical in nature, supporting you with the dating process and the process of entering into a relationship, a romantic, intimate relationship, because that's the real focus of Relove. But One of the things I really love is when people listen to these podcast episodes and then reach out to me in an Instagram DM or shoot me a note on email and say that even though they might not be dating at the moment or perhaps even if they're married happily for 20 years, they're still finding some gems in these episodes, whether it applies to their friendships or relationships with family or work relationships, there's something in there for them. So if that is you, please know that you are welcome and I'll be continuing to speak through that primary lens of love and dating. But ultimately, the impact of Relove is 360 because it is about our primary relationship first and foremost, which is our relationship with ourselves. So building a beautiful, loving and compassionate and kind relationship with ourselves, which is firmly rooted in self-worth and self-confidence. That's really what Relove is all about. So I... I have been a little quiet here on the podcast the last couple of weeks. I thought I'd just give you a quick little update first on me, which is that I have been in deep work territory. I've been working on the book proposal for the new Relove book, which you might have seen. I've been sharing a little bit about that on Instagram stories if you follow me over there. And I am yeah, feeling very excited about this process as well as feeling an enormous amount of trust in the unknown, because the reality is, is that I don't know how this book is going to be published, but I do feel a deep internal desire to write the book. And I feel a real trust that the medicine in this book will wind its way out into the world in whichever way it sees fit. And it's my job to be the conduit for it. I also want to be the conduit for it. I am a writer. I've published a couple of books in the past and I absolutely love the process. And I've had a lot of questions actually about this on my Instagram uh, stories. So I'll just quickly share a couple of things about the book writing process to the extent that's interesting or relevant for you before we dive into the topic of this particular podcast episode. One of the things that I find makes the book writing process to be really enjoyable and fun and enlivening and nourishing for my life is setting very specific intentions at the outset of the book writing process. I have uh, set the intention that I want this book to be of the maximum benefit to the maximum number of readers. 
for whom it is relevant and aligned. And so really anchoring into that concept of service as well. So I want to have a really great experience writing the book. I'm writing the book because I'm a writer and I want to write the book and I care so much about the subject matter. And I'm also writing it because I feel like there will be people who will really benefit from reading the book. And I know that because of the work that I do, I help women to recover from toxic relationships, but then open up and start dating again and coming back into that relational process with an enormous amount of joy and ease and fun and that feeling of confidence and optimism and sizzle and sparkle reconnecting them to their personal magic. So again, I'm just feeling full trust that it will emerge in the way, shape and form that it's supposed to. So this episode, we're going to talk about how to move through emotional contraction while dating or in those early phases of relationship. And so what I find is that when you're moving around the relove wheel, and if you have not listened to the earlier podcast episode, I think it's maybe the second podcast episode, it's called Wheels of Love. I do invite you to go back and listen to that. I won't go through the entire Relove Wheel 2 here in this episode. I invite you to go and listen to that to get the lowdown on what it is that I'm talking about. There are eight steps on that Relove Wheel 2, the dating wheel. And so what I find is that when my clients are moving around Wheel 2, when they're moving around the dating wheel, they're going to come up against these blocks, which I call unconscious vows. And when you come up against these unconscious vows, there can be a feeling of emotional intensity. There can be a feeling of being triggered. It's like an amygdala response. So it's really that primal part of your brain, which is activated. You get thrown down into your core wounds, which may be to do with being abandoned or feeling rejected or feeling unsafe. So it can be extremely intense at times when you come up against one of these unconscious vows or up against one of these love love blocks in the wheel two, in the relove wheel. And it's also um, totally possible to overcome it. And so what often happens is, and I say this with my clients, is that they come up against one of these love blocks and then they get into a little bit of a spin and end up retreating backwards, if that makes sense. And that is a totally understandable response coming out of a feeling of intensity back into emotional safety and if that is the response that is feeling like the right response, you know, for you in any given time, then I always invite you to, you know, really hold yourself with tenderness and self-compassion. Like there's nothing wrong with it. You don't need to problematize yourself, but in order to continue to move around the wheel and go from a place of feeling single and isolated and a bit lonely or feeling jaded and pretty disillusioned by dating, like to move from that place into a place of open-heartedness and connection with someone who is actually interesting to you, who lights you up, who makes you feel inspired and with whom you want to continue to 
explore and spend time with and potentially go deeper and move into a serious relationship. The invitation is to really make that decision to continue to move through those love blocks when they come up and continue to move around the relove wheel. And hitting up against a love block might feel like a setback, but actually it's often a signal that enormous growth is about to happen. And so in this episode, I'm going to run through a few very practical things that you can do if you do come up against one of these love blocks. And again, if you are dating, you will come up against one of these love blocks. It is inevitable, but it doesn't need to throw you for a loop. And it doesn't mean that you need to be retreating back to safety and feeling like you are destined for failure. The invitation is to see this as just part of the inevitable process of opening up to love again. And so with all that being said, I invite you to perhaps even bookmark this episode if you're not currently feeling like you are in this moment of emotional contraction or not coming up against a love block. And you might want to come back and listen to this at a future time to support you to move through that emotional contraction in the moment. So continue to listen to it now so that you have a sense of the signposting there, but also inviting you to come back here in the moment, because what I'm about to share in this episode is going to be of the most use, the most value to you when you're actually in it, <laughs> when you're really feeling the feelings. Okay, so there are three steps here. And when you are really feeling those feelings, the first step is to tell yourself this will pass. So this too will pass. And this can be a very simple affirmation. It's an example of positive self-talk. And you might want to even jot this down on a post-it note. So you have it on your bathroom mirror or you have it handy in your bedroom on the side table. Just again, knowing that whilst you do open up and go through the dating process and go deeper into relationship, these moments of emotional contraction will come up when you do hit these love blocks or unconscious vows. So just reminding yourself that this too shall pass as a very simple affirmation can be extremely helpful for you when you're really in it in the moment. So that's that first step. This too shall pass. Secondly, there is a reason why you are contracting. And so the invitation then is to self-soothe so that you are able to get enough perspective to discover what that reason is. And so invitation in terms of the self-soothing here is to step into self-care, whatever that looks like for you. And it may involve moving your body, getting a little bit of that physical exercise happening, which then will release the kind of endorphins and the feel good, happy chemicals that can support your body in that self soothing, going for a walk or a run, if that's possible for you, actually breathing and a very simple breathing technique is the box breathing technique, which is in for, in for four, hold for four, out for four and pause for four and then in four, hold for four, out for four, and then pause for four. 
So that can be an extremely helpful technique to support you to self-soothe in the moment. So again, when your amygdala has been hijacked and your um, sympathetic nervous system is firing and you have the stress hormones firing in your body, so the adrenaline and the cortisol, just something as simple as doing that box breathing for a couple of minutes can really help you to soothe, activate that parasympathetic nervous system. So that's the body's relaxation response enough so then you can start to get some perspective. You might have other self-care practices that work for you. So taking a shower or a bath with Epsom salts, magnesium salts is a really helpful one for me. Listening to some inspirational audio can be really helpful, something that's very calming to your system. And I love listening to the poet David White, for instance, because I always find that there is a deeper wisdom. There is a very calming cadence to his voice and it feels very deeply rooted in self-compassion for me. So that's a go-to for me when I am in that really jacked up state as part of this step two, which is self-care to self-soothe in order to get perspective. Doing something with your hands like cooking or gardening can be really helpful. Also touch can be really helpful if you have someone where you, a friend or even puppy, like whatever is appropriate for you. If you can just say, I need a hug, that can be very helpful in terms of regulating your nervous system as well. Again here, the invitation is to look at this as a self-soothing mechanism so you can move on to step three, which is getting perspective, actually getting to the root of what is the reason for why it is in this particular moment you have been triggered. When you are in a place where you can get a little bit of perspective, this is step three. And again, it, you're not going to be able to get perspective if you haven't gone through the, the self-soothing process. So don't skip step two. I know it sounds so obvious and basic, but it's one of those things you can't think about it. You have to actually, you know, do it and take your stress and anxiety levels or the intensity of the emotions down a notch before going on to step three. And so getting perspective, the best way to do that first and foremost is to get out your journal and just write for yourself and just free write and just get it all down onto the page. And in your journal, the kind of questions you might want to be asking yourself are things like, why am I feeling this way? What is triggering this feeling? Is the trigger for this feeling related to person X, for example, if you're dating that person? Or is there a deeper trigger? What is that deeper trigger? And you also may wish to ask yourself, is this true? Of course, this comes from the amazing work of Byron Katie. And by the way, the answer to that is not necessarily yes or no. The invitation is to approach that question in the spirit of curiosity. Is this true? And it might not be true or it might be true. And you can write down concrete examples of evidence, you know, in the context of a relationship where you're able to see for yourself whether this is or is not actually true in this context. And maybe it is sometimes true and maybe it is not always true. And this is going to support you to get the perspective you need in order to then create the next best step. If you do have someone that you can talk to who's going to support you to calm and get that perspective, then the invitation, of course, is to reach out to that person. 
when you're doing that, you might want to be really clear with your boundaries with that person. For example, that might look like you saying, hey, I'm in an emotional contraction right now. I'm trying to get some perspective for myself. Would you be willing to listen and hold space? I'm not looking for advice in this moment. I am wanting to try to make sense of what is happening inside of myself. Would you be willing? Would you be open? Would you be able to have that conversation with me at this time? So many people who have the absolute best of intentions and very well-meaning friends who love us and, you know, want to support us and take care of our hearts might jump into some of the advice giving, even if that's not obvious, that could be, that can come through in terms of projections and assumptions and the kind of questions that are asked. And so it's when you're going through this particular process, you want to be, you know, really clear and really clean with what it is that you need in that moment, because when you are going through an emotional contraction, like it can seem the world is ending, do you know? And it is a normal part of the process of opening up and starting to relate. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there is anything that is wrong with the person that has potentially triggered this experience with you. It doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship is out of balance although it could mean those things. Those might be what you find when you dive down into the reason and you get that perspective. What we're really wanting to focus on with step three is you getting perspective. So then you're able to get down into the root of what it is that's actually going on with you. So you can understand what the reason is for why it is that you have been triggered into this emotional contraction at this time. So then that's a three-step process. So firstly, reminding yourself that this too shall pass. Secondly, going through that process of self-care and self-soothing. So then you are able to get perspective. And then step three is getting that perspective and coming back up, you know, into the bird's eye view of where you're at and where you are at in your life, what it is that you are wanting to create with yourself, whether this experience is really aligned with that and uh, the experience that you're having is really aligned with that process of getting perspective will give you the clarity that you then need in order to take the next step, right? And so that next step is going to be so dependent on what it is that you find for yourself once you've brought yourself back into a place of a regulated nervous system, once you've gone through a self-soothing practice, and once you've gone through that inquiry practice of getting perspective and getting down to the root of the reason. And it may well be as you go through that process in step three, that you are not being met in the way that you need to be met. So it may be that there is a a need that you have in order to feel safe inside of the relationship. It may be that you have uh, communication needs or an attachment style, which is different to the person that you're dating. It may be that you are wanting to be exclusive with the person that you are dating, but you don't know whether that other person wants to be exclusive with you or indeed if the other person is seeing other people. And so the next step in that situation would be getting clarity on whether you're feeling, whether you're feeling insecure, whether you feel like you need to have a a conversation, whether you need to express your needs with that person that you're dating in this particular example. 
And so an example of then of what then your next step might look like there is to reach out and just like flag, hey, there's something I'd love to share if you're open to it. And just signal that that there's something on your heart that you'd like to share and then find a time which is going to work for you and then and, and share it. Let them know that you're feeling vulnerable and exposed and that you're feeling um, some stress around sharing it. You know, you can be very authentic about the process and what's coming up for you. But doing that from a place where you're feeling rooted and grounded. And so you might be in an early stage of dating somebody and you may make the choice at that particular point in time that it might be better for you to see a therapist and to handle some deeper worries or some deeper patterning that you have in terms of say some deeper childhood wounding some trauma from a previous relationship that kind of thing and so the appropriate next step might be to get some paid support some professional support in order for you yourself to work through whatever it is that's coming up for you in that particular way. And so, yeah, the next step will come once you've gone through that step three process of getting perspective about what that deeper reason is for that contraction at that time. In the Relove program, we go deeply into some of the root causes of why it might be that you have got a love block or why you might have made an unconscious vow to keep yourself safe because that's what these blocks and the unconscious vows do they keep us safe meaning that these are ways that we protect ourselves and protect our hearts against further hurt or further heartbreak because there has been a lived experience felt experience of being really hurt in love but of course when you're protecting yourself you might be protecting yourself against further hurt but the other side of the coin is also true you're going to be protecting yourself against deeper connection and that's going to be what's going to prevent you from continuing to move around the wheel and the eighth stage or the eighth step on that relove wheel number two is relationship. And so many of the women that I work with are wanting to be in relationship, but they're stuck at number one, the first step on wheel number two, which is around attraction. They're just not attracting anyone who's interesting to them or who is available for exploration, let alone coming into a deeper relationship. They might be blocked at other points around the relove wheel. And so in the relove program, we go deeper into the why and we also go through a process of very gently dissolving those blocks to love so that that you can continue to keep moving around the wheel rather than blow up situations or self-sabotage or just continue to retreat back into, into safety whenever you come up against a challenge. Again, because you're wanting to protect yourself. So there's an enormous amount of love and compassion, self-love and self-compassion. If you are interested in this, please do reach out. I'm on Izzy Spencer on Instagram or izzyspencer.com is my website. And you can check out a little bit more about the program. It's currently closed for enrollments, but it will reopen later in 2021. So check it out if there is anything inside of you which is sparking, jump on the interest list. And be sure to bookmark this episode so then you can come back and listen to it 
when you come into a state of emotional contraction, because it is inevitable that you will as you open up and start to go through the dating process. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the process. And it definitely does not mean there's anything wrong with you. It is so normal to have that sense of emotional intensity or stress or pressure, and you can absolutely overcome it. So I hope this three-part process has been helpful for you. Let me know if you do use it. You can always come on over to Instagram and DM me or shoot me a note through the contact form on my website and let me know what you used and how it was helpful for you because my desire is to really support you and I'd love to hear how it works for you in practice. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Head on over now to essiespencer.com to do my free quiz to find out where exactly you're blocked on the relove wheel. And I will email you a free love potion so you can dissolve that block. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm Essie Spencer, and you'll often find me riffing on my Insta stories about all things love. So please do come and say hi because I love to connect with you. If you are interested in working together, make sure you keep an eye on the emails for the next enrollment of the Relove program, which is a really juicy, delicious group experience where we go into the magical cauldron together, um, building a beautiful foundation of self-worth and welcoming in real love. You can also drop me a note on the contact form over ezzyspencer.com if you're interested in private work as well. Thank you so much for being here. I wish you all the love.